Edge is away from McCulloch. Thurston gets the ball to Morgan. Morgan crosses the 20. Comes away to O'Neill. Gets the ball. Melden scored. in the corner. Welcome to Above the Horizontal, a podcast about rugby league. I'm your host, Bo Nicholson. Our show is hosted and produced by a bunch of ex-writers for Real Sport back when they actually covered real sports. Much like them, we are by the fans and for the fans, and we like to have some fun while we try to delve into a bit of analysis as well. Before the season starts in 2023, we've assembled a craft team to run our eye over each squad and predict how their season will go for them. And to talk about the South Sydney Rabbitohs, who came seventh last year before pushing into a preliminary final only to lose to the eventual premiers, the Panthers, I have Chris Waring. Chris, are you keen to talk about the Rabbitohs tonight? Uh, yeah, mate. always have a keen interest in the Bunnies. They tend to be the other half of the family's team, so... Yeah, I think they're going to be in for potentially a big year. Shout out to Chris's family who will definitely enjoy this episode, I'm sure. We also have Daniel Friend. Friendy, how are you going? Hello, Bo. I'm well. Hello, boys. Uh, yeah, I'm keen to talk about the Bunnies and Jason Demetrio, who looks like a guy who's on the new season of Maths. So, yeah, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> that, is that an admission, Friendy, that you're watching Maths? Shell watches it. I, I just see. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I'll cop that. And we also have Kieran Gibson. Gibbo, how are you going? Yeah, good, mate. Um, I'm keen to talk about the Rabbitohs. Hopefully, uh, a Rabbitohs team that has the Trail Mitchell the whole season. That would be nice. Are you also keen to talk about maths if the conversation goes that way? Uh, probably not. Might fall asleep if that happens. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time. Uh, all right, boys. Well, let's talk about the Rabbitohs. Uh, as the other episodes, and we are down to the very pointy end of these episodes, which I'm very excited about, uh, we were going to talk about the recruitment of the Rabbitohs, or lack thereof, uh, their coach, Jason Demetrio, of course, maths legend, uh, their forward pack, spine, back line, and I've got a couple of questions in mind for what I'm going to ask you before you give me your predictions for the season for the Rabbitohs. To start us off, let's talk recruitment. Now, there's pretty much no significant ins from this season. There's only a few development players that have been signed up. Uh, in terms of losses, they've lost Mark Nichols, Cody Nicarima, and Jackson Polo. So, Friendy, I, I guess there's not much to talk about there, but in, in, a, in, a, in a kind of way, do you rate their recruitment in the sense that they, you know, they already had a squad in place? Yeah, I guess so. We've spoken about a few other sides in this sort of similar situation. I think the Sharks was a, a very similar one where not many ins, but um, a couple of really good re-signings. And Souths have done that mainly with a couple of their big boys in uh, Mitchell, Walker and Cook. So, yeah, I guess if they were happy with, with those guys and there's not that many quality spine players around. So in that sort of manner, yeah, I guess they've done well. Chris, are you and your Rabbitohs supporting family happy with the, the squad situation at the Rabbitohs? Yeah, like, uh, again, I think they, like Kieran alluded to in the intro, it's, a lot's going to be that people are not suspended or injured at the same time. Just, I think they are rightly, um, you know, in the, holding the belief that if we can just get everyone in the park, we've got a really good shot at it. And um, I tend to agree with that take. So, yeah, um, I think they've, it's a solid decision to just hold firm with their squad, essentially. Being injured and suspended at the same time, that's more of a Taylor May thing, 
I think, if I can throw a Shelbyville joke in there. Kieran Gibson, what, what, same question to you. What are your thoughts on the lack of recruitment, I suppose, by the Rabbitohs? Uh, well, they have made the prelim, I don't know how many years in a row it is now. I think they've only converted that once into a grand final. But Liam Knight is essentially a new signing. He hardly played last year. And then Saluka Fafida, I believe, joined midway through the season last season. So that's yeah. sort of like a, yeah. So Mark Nichols, not too huge of a loss, um, considering the two that come back. All right. So let's talk about Jason Demetrio, the coach. He hasn't been super busy in the market, but he has thus far, at least, avoided the curse of the poor bastard that has to follow Wayne Bennett uh, and seems to struggle a little bit. So as, as, as mentioned as by Kieran, uh, they did make a preliminary final. Chris, do you rate Jason Demetrio? Yeah, from you know, from what we know so far, seems to have a pretty good relationship with the you know the the, the greatest squad as a whole. Um, I think he kind of holds that balance well between you know he's not doesn't come across as massively insecure following Bennett. He's kind of just seems to be very prestigious kind of guy. But um, you know, based on the on you know the season that they had, yeah, he's, I think he's doing a good job. Yeah, I certainly rate Jason Demetrio. I think he's really well spoken in the media too. So. He holds his own in the press conferences, and I think that's as important as anything at the moment because you need the media on your side. So I think he controls them well, and as we spoke about with their squad, he's managed to keep the uh, the spine intact pretty much. Obviously, Adam Reynolds is missing but from the original spine, but most other clubs Bennett's gone to, you think of, I guess, a lot of their spine players they Darius Boyd just followed him everywhere, so there was one of them gone straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you you think about some of the older halves he's had uh, when he was at St George. Ben Hornby was one, so he was pretty much out the door when Bennett left, and Kirk Gidley was out the door when Bennett left Newcastle. So he's managed to keep the spine in place, which is something previous coaches following Bennett have not been able to do. So yeah, well done to him, and I do rate him. Oh, yeah, I just have to pretty much echo what Friendy said. I think he's really well-spoken. I remember last season um, he was getting hammered for Ilias playing um, and the letting go of Adam Reynolds, and he, I thought he handled that situation really well. I'll go to you first, Kieran. When we talk about the forward pack for the Rabbitohs, they've got guys like Jai Arrow, Thomas Burgess, who's coming off contract this season, Cheekham, Jed Cartwright, Saliba Havili's more of a middle these days, Jacob Host, uh, and, of course, Keon Kalomotangi, Liam Knight, Cameron Murray, the club captain, and Tavita Tatola, to name a few of their forward options. Do you rate that forward pack? Uh, I do. I think it kind of, as Chris and I were saying, it, it depends a lot on injury. Um, I don't know if I rate the depth of that forward pack, but the starting forward pack, I definitely do rate. Um, Jai Arrow, just, yeah, all those names you named. I think that that's a, a quality starting pack. Yeah, I certainly rate. I rate most of their squad, to be honest. So I think they'll be right up there again this year, Souths, and it's just sort of injuries that are going to have to be kind to them for them to, yeah, potentially maybe even lift some silverware. But, yeah. I do rate it. Yeah, similar. I think they've, um, you know, Cam Murray's massive name. Um, Jai Arrow's very, you know, solid, great player. But just have a lot of, lot of really good just first-grade forwards, you know, um, you know Kalamatangi. Jacob Host, I think, is quietly underrated. Heavily, very solid. You know, Tom Burgess is still somewhat reliable-ish. And then he's got some versatility. You know, Liam, it'll be interesting to see if Liam Knight comes back into the fold. Uh, a bit more, and West Tigers legend Michael Cheekham. <laughs> yeah, I think it's, uh, so, it's not an amazing forward pack, but I think I think very solid. I think that's a good way to put it. 
Very, very solid. And a big surprise for me last year was Tevita Tatola, who I thought was probably, apart from Cameron Murray, I thought their best forward last year. Uh, and so to see if he can continue that form uh, and, I mean, you know, Cameron Murray's a friggin' god. If it wasn't for friggin' Isaiah Yeo, he would be the best lock in the comp. Let's talk about that spine that Friendy was talking about earlier. We've got Damian Cook, of course, dummy half, Lachlan Ilias at halfback. You've got Cody Walker at 5'8", and Latrell Mitchell at fullback with a couple of options like uh, Dean Hawkins and Blake Tuff to be backups and Peter Mamazoulis. Friendy, what do you think? Yeah, I like it. I think it's really high quality, especially Walker and Mitchell in particular. I think they're two of the best in the competition. And, um, yeah, I can't see any reason why they won't be there or thereabouts again, South Sydney. Yeah, one of the better spines, I think, in the competition. Cody Walker's very, very solid first grade um, player. Latrell Mitchell, um, again, the one about him is fitness and um, getting as many games as you can out of him. But, you know, everyone knows the impact he has. Damien Cook, well, possibly slightly regressing, at least at a representative level, I think is still one of the extremely solid at first grade. And then you would hope, you know, luckily this very solid year last year, you would hope that would improve with one more year under his belt. So, yeah, uh, I rate the spine highly. Yeah, I, I tend to agree. I think, as Chris said, uh, Damian Cook does look like he's possibly regressing a little bit, but he had a, a really good game against the Dragons. Yeah, and the rest of the spine, I think, pretty much speaks to itself. Obviously, there's still a couple of question marks over Ilias, but the other two are class players. I agree. I agree 100%. Let's talk about the back line now. Of course, we've got guys like Alex Johnston, of course, who has been topping the try scoring list for the last, you know, 700 years, but it feels like uh, Campbell Graham played for Australia last year. About damn time he played some rep footy, I think. Uh, and they have some other options as well that are maybe a little bit less glamorous. Isaac Thompson should get a go in the centres or maybe on the wing. Uh, probably on the wing, actually, outside Campbell Graham. Kieran, do you like that back line? Uh, I definitely don't hate it. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd say I, I rate it more than I... So I, I give it a pass mark. I give, um, But that left edge attack is always obviously lethal. It's just the right side. I guess Campbell Graham's on the right, I believe. Yeah. They do seem a little bit skinny in the centres. So. And even on the wing, I don't know who, who is on the other wing other than Johnston anymore now that um, Paolo is gone. But yeah, I don't know. It's a bit of a mixed match there. They're going to have fill-in players, it sort of seems. Look, in terms of overall assessment, it's probably the weakest part of their team. I always find Alex Johnson, like, and he's kind of getting applauded a bit, but I still feel like he's just underrated in a sense that, like, I know everyone, like, knows the stats around his try scoring, but, like, he does he does all around. He's solid all around as a winger for them, like, not just the try scoring. He's good on, pretty good on the high ball. Defensively, he's pretty good. Uh, echo your sentence about Campbell Graham, quietly underrated. Center and then yeah, um, yeah, it looks a bit thin outside of that. But like, yeah, again, it would be interesting to see if they use Blake Tuff, um somewhere in the back line, maybe center or wing or something like that. Um, but yeah, uh, it's not it's not the greatest back line going around. So, Friendy, what do you think about the back line? They also have a guy named Tane Milne, of course, who might be on the wing or possibly at left center. But it's hard to. Isaiah Tass, I suppose, will be left centre, but do you rate that back line? Yeah, I do. And Isaiah Tass, you watch him go this year. The kid's a gun. Uh, he will have a big year. 
Um, mark, mark my words. <laughs> um, yeah, he'll, he'll have a big year, that boy. And Campbell Graham, really solid, great defender. Uh, the wingers, Johnson, as Chris was saying, he, he's a fantastic finisher, Alex Johnson. I understand he's on the the good side of South Sydney on the end of that fantastic backline movement. But, geez, he finishes some tries that a lot of others wouldn't. So, yeah, credit to him there. And I think uh, Thompson will be the, the other winger. So the starting... Backline, I certainly rate depth. Yeah, will certainly be tested. That that's going to be their issue. So, uh, I, I guess we'll we'll see how they go. All right, let's get into the nitty gritty a little bit. First question, I guess, is: Did the Rabbitohs? Now that we've had a season to sort of digest it. Did the Rabbitohs make the right call in letting, well, offering Adam Reynolds a one-year deal for two thousand and twenty-two? and not anything longer, essentially letting him go to find a bigger contract to invest in Lachlan Elias. Now, we've had a year to digest that. Friendy was at the right call. It was the right call because they get to keep Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, and Damian Cook. So, yes, it was the right call. Unfortunately for Adam Reynolds, he's had like a career just plagued by injuries. He's a brilliant footballer, brilliant halfback, one of the best in the competition. But unfortunately... He's held together by sticky tape and they they had to make a decision on who they wanted. And if they could have three out of the four, t- to be honest, I, I think they've picked the right three. So, yeah, long, young Ilias, uh, I think he's done a, a good job coming into first grade so far and I think uh, up is the only way for him. So, yeah, right call for mine. Kieran, your thoughts? Uh, yeah, I mean, up until quite recently, I would have said it was the wrong call. Um, I think I would have probably kept or liked to have kept Mitchell, uh, Walker and uh, Reynolds. But as Friendy said, uh, Reynolds is quite perpetually injured. It's not really a uh, – it doesn't work in the Rabbitohs' favour, so I think it's the right move. And Ilias, I'm a big fan of um, blooding young players and, and letting them go early and just developing them. It's what Arsenal's done in the Premier League and it's worked out really well for us. Boys, it was only only about – 15 minutes until Kieran mentioned Arsenal. So that's pretty good, Kieran. That's, that's good work. <laughs> Might as well love it. <laughs> Chris, what are your thoughts on uh, on that situation? Did they make the right call letting Reynolds go for Ilias? Uh, yeah, look, I'm not sure how to work an NFL reference in here, but I'll try. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, I, I'm going to say, yes, they did make the right call. And uh, kind of annoying me, like people were just blowing a gasket very early on last year about, oh, you know, Broncos, blah, blah, this, 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 how South Sydney, how could you, whatever. And I think Randy, he knocked on the head, right? These were all salary cap considerations. Like they knew they had to do something. And again, uh, uh, Cook, Cook is regressing, but I still think he's going to be an extremely solid and very good first-grade hooker. But it, what comes of his rep career is secondary to that, but... Again, like unfortunately for Adam Reynolds, like it's just the his body is just you know it's just slowly breaking down on him as it has throughout his career, and that's no reflection on his playing career. He's, he's amazing halfback, but especially with you know getting hands, getting Cody Walker to play, you know eyes up footy as they say, try to get Latrell Mitchell hands on the ball. Elias is just a very solid, mable kind of halfback where if you just need him to pass the ball and defend, he'll do that, or if you can get him more into first receiver kind of role. You know, he's just solid all around and he's still only young. So, and, you know, just because he's not the player 
it's just because he's not as good as Adam Reynolds doesn't mean it's the wrong decision. So uh, I think South definitely made the right decision. Well, you know who ended up filling that void in first receiver a fair bit was Cameron Murray. And didn't his game expand? Well, fuck, I'm, I'm sounding more and more like Matt Nable every episode, hey. And didn't his game expand? And yep. <laughs> yep. King of the rhetorical question, isn't he? <laughs> he loves it. Didn't he? But he did. He, his, his passing game was wonderful last year I thought Cameron Murray and really really evolved into that so I look forward to seeing how Murray helps Ilias a bit more this season as well another question I've got for you guys you guys mentioned that Damian Cook's on a bit of a slide which is probably harsh but fair I think Uh, here's a here's a question for you is Damian Cook's rep career that is New South Wales and Australia over he, he might, I don't know if he has any heritage for some tier two nation that he might end up playing for. I'm not going to count that. Has he played his last Origin and Australian game, Kieran? I, look, I believe he should He should have done by now. Um, I think last year should should be his last year, but you just never know with Freddie as the Blues coach. Um, uh, I, I don't think we'll see him in a Australian rep jumper again, but um, yeah, I think Reese Robson should really be the backup hooker to Apicoroso now in the, the Blues camp. Oh, shock me. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit cowboys bias there, um, but I think relatively fair though, friendy. Like Robson yeah. is knocking at the door. Yeah, yeah, he's a gun. He, uh, I, yeah, I love Robson, and I, I actually agree with that for sure. Uh, with Kieran's bias there, but yeah, I think Cook, in terms of Australia, yeah, cactus, no chance. Um, but in terms <laughs> of New South Wales, I think the only way. We would see him back in a New South Wales jersey is if Appy isn't available for game one of this series, because mm. Freddie would go with experience. I would have thought just and pick Cook. Uh, like I, I would pick Robson, and to be honest, I, I think Blake Braley is not far behind. Um, mm. So Cook would be almost fourth for mine, but I could see that happening. But other than that. Yeah, I think he might be done for the Blues as well. Uh, he's a beach sprinter. Do you know that? <laughs> Uh, thank you. Thank you. A little bit of friend trivia. Uh, thank you very much, friendy. I did not know that, no. Um, <laughs> Chris, what are your thoughts? Has he played his last Origin and Australian game? Uh, well, my initial thoughts is it makes sense that he's so fast with the beats from the background, but um, <laughs> you know, moving on from that. Uh, yeah, Australian, 100% confident his Australian days are over. There's just too many in the Queensland system. Uh, hookers plus Abby. Yeah, I think his days there are done. For New South Wales, I'm not as confident. Um, yeah, I could just, similar to the friends' reason, like if some something goes down with injuries and it's early on or they want to go the quote-unquote experience head, you know, despite my subject here, and I do agree, but Reese Robson is probably the second in line there now if something was to happen to um, Abby. Again, the friendly's cause a decent result. Well. Blake Braley is very solid. Um, I'll probably still have Cook above Braley just in my book and then it's very close between him and Robson. But uh, I'm, I'm not ready to rule him out completely yet from the Blues jersey, but uh, I think he's definitely gone as the number one choice. I, th- I think there's a fair chance that New South Wales plays both hookers. Uh, so like like Queensland did, they, like, they sort of set the blueprint there. I think the Blues will at least to start with try and mimic what Queensland are doing there because it seemed to work. So I think that's his best chance. I think he plays from the bench or maybe that first 2025 20, and then Coruscant comes on. It, it, for me, it's it's close between Cook and Robson and Cook's experience 
sort of gives him some advantage, but Robson's just that little bit more crafty, I think. So if Cook plays at the same level, I would say give it to Robson. But if Cook has a renaissance, well, maybe maybe he'll get it. Let's talk about uh, predictions for the season. So are they going to be in the top four, the fifth to eighth, ninth to twelfth, or in the bottom five? Friendy, what do you think? I've got them fifth to eighth, but I actually have them fifth on my ladder. So it wouldn't shock me if they're in the top four. And as I said, if injuries are kind to them, I can see them making a real run for the premiership. So, yeah, fifth for mine, fifth to eighth. Uh, I've got them top four, top four finish. I think they'll be – I've got them fourth. So, you know, measurable difference. But, uh, yeah, it's relying on things going well for them in terms of injuries or suspensions, not not at the same time. Yeah, so I think that I think they'll have a good year. Top four finish, I think. Yeah, I've got them fourth as well. Yeah, I think they just sneak in. I also have them in the top four, and I think, uh, like we've all said, like and Friendy having them at fifth is almost the same thing. It is. It is just can they keep Walker, Mitchell, Cook on the field at the same time, and then get the re- like the rest of the bit part players doing their job. Much like the Storm try and do, I suppose. Boys, bold prediction time. Kieran, do you have one for us? I do. Uh, this is quite bold, considering Latrell Mitchell's track record, record the last few seasons with staying fit, but I'm going to say he'll be the, the top try-scoring fullback. In the competition or in the team? Yes. Him or Blake Taff? <laughs> <laughs> no, in the competition. Very, very good. I'd like to see that. I do like some Latrell Mitchell. Chris, what do you got for us? Feel free to rebuke it if it's not hot taking enough, but Alex Johnson won't score a hat-trick this year. Only scored two tries in a game max. Ooh, yeah, I I think that's hot takey enough. I reckon I, I don't know the stats, but he scored plenty of hat tricks in the last five, ten years, eh? He scores hat trick for breakfast. <laughs> well, not not this year. Put your money on it. <laughs> not this year. Just kidding, no, do that. He's on a diet. <laughs> and Friendy, do you have a bold prediction for the Rabbitohs? Yeah, I don't know if it's that bold, but Keon Kalamatangi to play State of Origin this year, easily, I think. It's got to happen, right? That was mine as well. Yeah, there you go. We've lined up a bit, you and me, with our with our bold predictions. Always like lining up, though. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> it's for us. It's it's about liking the same back rowers. I think for yeah. New South Wales State of Origin, Hudson Young, yeah. Kalamatangi, Olakawatu is probably in that conversation. Uh, mm-hmm. You've liked Egan Butcher as well. Uh, yeah, I, I I think Keon Kalamatangi will be there. Um, and I think he should be. My, oh, okay, I'll go for a different one. Campbell Graham, same thing. I'd love to see it. And it would be, it would depend on Tommy Turbo, Latrell being fit and all that sort of stuff. But if they're not, I would like to think that he is like one of the next centers in line with guys like Jack Whiten. So Campbell Graham, I'm sort of wishing that into existence. Please play State of Origin. Boys, so, Friendy, Chris, Kieran, thank you very, very much for joining me for this episode about the Rabbitohs. And thank you to the audience. Please like and subscribe and all that stuff you can do so that you can go above the horizontal on the next episode where we talk about Kieran's Cowboys. But until then... Above the Horizontal is a rugby league podcast by the fans and for the fans. It's produced by our entire team of former writers for Real Sport, including Daniel Friend, Christopher Waring, Miles Steppen, Kieran Gibson, and me, Bo Nicholson. We'd love it if you could support us by telling a rugby league fan about us so they can go above the horizontal as well. 
thanks for listening. See you next time. You know what's tricky sometimes? Picking who is going to win at the Oscars. You have to get yourself to a cinema to see all the movies, or at least have all the possible streaming services to make sure you don't miss a single one. You have to pay attention to all the precursor award shows to see who's winning so far. The Golden Globes, the BAFTAs, they're the pretty obvious ones. But don't forget the Critics' Choice Awards, or the SAGs, or the DGAs, or the PGAs, or the Eddies, or the Gothams, or the AFI Top 10, or the National Board of Review. Ugh. Exhausting, right? Or you can just join me for Academy Watch on the We Made This Podcast Network. I'm the host, Bo Nicholson, and I've been reading the trends, keeping stats, and seeing as many movies as humanly possible, and I can tell you who the big players will be on the big night. Me and a different guest each week will also be dissecting one of the key movies each season, including giving out personal awards and diving into them thematically. Will everything everywhere all at once remain the front runner and win Best Picture, or will a film seize the momentum late in the season to storm home, like Coda did last year? Time will tell. But what I do know is that as it happens, you'll hear it on Academy Watch, wherever you get your podcasts.